This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Yeah, absolutely no one. I know this. Get this, Nair. Yes, Nair, the OG, has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell absolutely amazing. I know this is not the smell that you're thinking of from the 90s when your mom first pulled this out for you. These smells will light up your bathroom, honestly. They'll make your shower experience better. It smells like a spa, actually. Oh, yeah. And how do you know this? Well, I just, I mean, Nair's in the household. So anytime Nair's used, it smells like a spa. You probably don't even know what it does. It takes hair away. (laughs) It works in as little as three minutes. You don't have to bother with nicks, cuts, shaves, and the smooth lasts so much longer than shaving. You're also not going to have to deal with any of those shave bumps or anything like that because the bumps are just as annoying as the nicks, right? Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all the nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates. You can feel good about what you're putting on your skin and you could have a little bit of a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. And as Ben, Ben smelled for himself and he likes it. It's Ben approved. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. He was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Hey guys, welcome to the Almost Famous Podcast. Today we're breaking down the Golden Bachelor, the Women Tell All episode, which, whew, it was a shocking, shocking episode for me. Not so much for Ben, apparently. But let's 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 go through that episode. It was you. What Ben it has been shocking. Team Teresa this entire time, and I but was. But I convinced. switched last week. Yeah, you did. You did. I said, "Hey, he said stuff to Faith that he didn't say to Teresa." I don't think I can put my eggs in Teresa's basket now. I'm a Faith guy. I'm a Leslie guy, and we're running with this. However, ultimately, you know what? Hindsight's twenty twenty. Guess who's right? I was you, right two weeks right. ago, not last week. Guys, I said it on my Instagram. I felel like this was a 2000 and aughts episode of American Idol, like a Chris Daughtry elimination to me. Okay, I was like, oh, so taken aback. 
and you know, well, I, I just, I want answers from Gary. I didn't get enough last night. I want to know why he chose Teresa over Faith, who he announced his love for. But first, before we get to that stuff, and we have a another grandma on this week, and we'll talk to her about the Faith elimination. Let's talk about just the women, not really telling all because they are all very happy and love each other and love Gary still. <laughs> There's no animosity amongst any of these ladies, and they still all were like, Gary would love to be with him. <laughs> yeah. Have we ever seen a tell no, like this? No. Never. Never. So it was really sweet. It was sweet. Now, a few a few things that uh we need to touch on. One, I think, is the hot seat with Joan. And and Joan, uh, it was a lot more emotional than I expected. That one was probably the biggest surprise, other than face, obviously, emotion coming out. I didn't necessarily get surprised by it because I expected it in a sense. But Joan to me was sitting there. I mean, she said the words. There were days I drove home and thought you might be sitting on my doorstep. I know. Like, I think Joan, um, if if given the more appropriate situation, would have been like Gary. Like, I want to make this work with you now. Like, and I and I think we can make it work. She, there has been a uh, a turmoil in her, her soul. It felt like that she was trying to express to him on stage. She wanted to be respectful at the same time. You could tell. She did a great job at it, but it was deeper than I expected. Yeah, because didn't she say something like, I don't want to like, I, I, she wanted to touch him too, just like Faith did. But like, she was like, oh, I think she in her head was like, oh, you're probably, you're with somebody. So I want to yeah. respect her. Yeah, this is really sad. Um, her daughter had bad, bad case of pe- postpartum depression. So she had to go home um, after a one-on-one with him. And, oh, man, uh, it does, it's just the timing was sucky. And she says when asked by Jesse whether or not she thinks it could have been her in the end, and she said yes. But we'll, we'll never know <laughs> unless something happens with, which was Gary. It's, we don't want this to happen. Not rooting for it. But if Gary doesn't end up with this lady that he ends up with, I could see him going to one of his past contestants, particularly Joan. Because he didn't get a full run with her. Sure. Actually, I agree with what you're saying. I, I understand what you're saying. I do think that's true. Um, I think there's only a few that he'd be interested in doing that with. Uh, and I think uh, Joan is one of those. Uh, I do still think Faith is one of those. I think his second yeah. choice is going to be one of those. Yeah. Um, so those those three, basically. Yeah, because it felt like a lot of the... Uh, Ellen, maybe? I don't know. Um, I feel like he wanted it to be with Ellen. He wanted to feel it with Ellen, but he he, he didn't. It, it didn't compare to the other three. Yeah. So I don't think he would go to somebody who it didn't compare with. And here's my also hope and thought, Ashley. Is... Um, because somebody mentioned it last night. The women now are going to start putting their foot forward to start to date again. And I'm hoping all of them are now dating with somebody and like finding out what they're into, just like the show does for all of us. It has right every year. It makes you see what you're into more and less, what you're looking for more or less. And uh, you're more prepared to get out there and, and date again after the show. And so I'm hoping these women now are like, yeah, Gary, you're great. And I still think you're awesome, but I am dating somebody new. And I'm excited about that. And so, like, yes, we're not going to work out. So I think it, I th- I do see what you're saying. There still is that care. And I believe Gary when he says he loves these women. I think he does. He says it to all of them. He's like, I love you. I believe he feels it and means it. Mm-hmm. 
Not so. to switch gears. Not to switch gears, but uh, we gotta talk about the Chris Jenner cameo, which so is good. held by a, a phone by Jesse. Yeah, I, I still think it's good. I still it think it's still great. great. It was still great. Made everybody really happy. Of course, Susan mostly because you know Chris gave her a special shout out. Yeah, and it was, it was cool. It was it was cool because like you can tell she's genuinely been following this season, and oh, yeah. you touch on that in our um on our Bachelor in Paradise episode. You said you knew this was coming. Who yeah. told you that? Well, I watched the episode already. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'd already seen okay. it. So I knew it was coming. Okay. Uh, but that was my big teasers. Yes, Chris Jenner does make a cameo. I think it's fantastic. Um, the, you know, we're, we are going to bring in Inez here in just a second to kind of talk about the emotions of the evening and everything going on uh, in The Bachelor uh, or everything going on uh, from this tell all, uh, but anything else before we bring her on that you think is, uh, we're speaking of, I would say the bloopers. Oh, okay. Uh, I know. Are really worth it. Yeah. Um, my, my sister loved the bloopers. She was like, this is the greatest reel that they've had in such a long time. It was so the farts focused. that of course. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so gas focused. <laughs> and, and then the, the guacamole. Causing gas? I don't know. I don't about think it's guac. the guac. Onions, yeah. maybe. <laughs> they could have been the onions in the guac. Okay, sure. I still think it's the meatballs. I would just say this. Um, and this, you know, we we over the last few weeks have been sick of talking about, you know, potty jokes. Like it's they're not that funny and they're you not mean that the, original. The Sam poop. The Sam stuff. pooping on yeah. paradise. Like we're sick of it. However, I have to give credit where credit is due. I have never heard a more confident and loud and long fart than what we heard from Sandra. Like I've never <laughs> in my life, and I've been around a lot of dudes and I've been around a lot of locker rooms. I've never, ever, ever, <laughs> ex- I thought it was fake. I thought they were just like making a sound go behind the scenes there yeah, with her. Yeah, right? Until like she the elf goes, burp. you were saying? And I was ah! like, that is amazing. Like it was the perfect clip. She was like, it was weird. Typically, like, gas is not something that, like, is, a, it's a pretty big turnoff to me. For her, I was like, damn, like, that was the, the most, like, confident, cool way of I've ever seen anybody release themselves. It's so funny, the difference between girls of that age and girls of our age. Like, eventually, with your closest friends, you're like, guys, leave the room. I just farted a real bad fart. But, yeah. like, to show it off, I don't know if we'll ever get there. That Maybe we will. Um, the other thing we need to talk about is sad, very sad. Ellen yeah. and Ellen, the loss of Ellen's best friend who she signed her up for the show or like in, in a, you know, a pact, they kind of signed yeah. her up for the show. And, um, so sad. Her daughter was there though. And yeah. it was a really beautiful moment where Ellen gets to see her daughter and her daughter says some of the sweetest and kindest words to her. Jesse crying. That was yeah, Jesse got emotional. Yeah. It is very emotional, right? Like there is there it's the part of this show that could be um unique if seasons continue. Um would be as you know, we get older, death is it happens every of us, all of us. Like it's the one thing all of us have in common. And it is gonna be more prevalent because, you know, uh life goes on and disease happens and these, you know these people are having friendships with people who have been through a lot of life. Um, but it's not easy and it's not, it's not great. And I just what? wish her friend could have seen this season. 
play out like that i I know that seems so cheap like she said she goes you should go now Mm. we'll just watch it from different places Uh (laughs) because they just dreamed about watching it together on the couch it's yeah Uh, it was so sad it it was sad and then it was a beautiful moment with her daughter and her daughter being able to be there and and speak those words into ellen and just you know, be a part of that that show um, last evening. It was actually, you know, as we close up here, it was the most fun tell-all uh, I have watched in a long time. I've said that probably about this whole season. Uh, I, nobody's, uh, it's not a secret that I'm a huge fan of The Golden. I think there's so many cool elements to it. And I think it's been a really fun watch and a lot to learn uh, as we've seen how these women navigate with each other and how supportive they are of each other, how fun they are with each other. Um, but then also seeing Gary's journey and how he is so committed to finding love. And at this point, he's really expressing love. And um, I don't, it's, you know, I hope that works out for him. But uh, <laughs> it was the, uh, it was the best tell-all that I've seen in a long time. I want it to be longer. Uh, I want more episodes. I feel like these hour-long segments are just not enough for my uh, viewing pleasure. This felt like enough to me, but every other episode has definitely not. And before we get our grandma on, I just need to say, Sandra is 75. She looks 20 years younger. Oh, easily. I mean, she, she easily. <sighs> Mind-blowing. Amazing. Mind blowing. The, she started the crowd with the, they calmed each other by going, it was, it's a, love it. Maybe that's the secret to, to the anti-aging. Word? Yeah. No. Yeah. Maybe it's the secret to anti-aging. I don't know. But she looks amazing. Um, I mean, honestly, all of these women did. I don't I I think the other part of this show that they're gonna have a hard time with and how is how in the world do they cast from here on out? Because this was a great cast. Yeah. It was a great golden. I actually have a lot of faith in them being able to cast amazing women going forward. Yeah. Yeah. They just had to get it, get it started and show that, hey, this could be a really good thing. Yes, there are going to be so many applicants because of it. So yeah. many applicants. That's true. Okay. Hey, let's bring in Inez. Let's talk about the rest of the tell-all. Uh, I know she has some strong thoughts. Uh, she is uh, a big fan of the Bachelor franchise, watches The Bachelor, Bachelorette, Paradise, everything. Obviously, the golden because that's why she's here. Uh, let's bring her in now. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. 
with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So, like, how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? <laughs> yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Oh, okay. I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for the bachelorette. <laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, hope the doctor can see you this month, or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people. Or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor-prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types, plus a doctor's easy guide so you'll know exactly what to take and when. No waiting to see the doctor, no waiting at the pharmacy. It's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health/famous. You can use the promo code FAMOUS. That's promo code FAMOUS at twc.health/famous. As every week, we get the pleasure, the privilege, the honor of having some incredible people join us to break down The Golden Bachelor. This week, we have Inez, who we know through one of the producers at iHeart. Inez, thanks for joining us. Thank you. So... Last night was just a shocking episode. We've already recapped it, but we want to know all your initial takeaways. Okay, so I basically feel that this group of women is just amazing. I think they're so, the camaraderie that I see here, and they all stick together, and they all support each other. That is so unusual for me, because obviously I watch... The reason I'm even here is because my kids know I'm a, like love The Bachelor and I watch mm -hmm. all of the episodes like way before this even started. 
And I've never seen that in a group of women before. Usually they're fighting each other. There are all kinds of schemes. I mean, it's so this is refreshing to see. So that's what I love about it. Um, the parts that really I did not like is how he's telling these the women that he was serious with that he was really in love with them. And when you do that to an older woman, I know the other guys did that in the 20s and you're, they're in their 30s. You know, it's different. When you do this to people that are like 65 and older, it's really intense. I mean, they take it very serious to the point of devastation. I mean, some of these, think about this. Some of these women don't even want to date. They gave up on dating. Here they are on the show. And they are, you know, taking this guy for what he says, even though in the back of their mind, they're like, oh, yeah, you know, maybe, you know, I'm not the one. I know there's other people there. There's two others left or whatever. They are still taking it very serious. You could see that last night. Can you share what your uh, relationship status is? Well, now I'm married. But I was single for all of my 40s. I'm I'm a mom. I have four kids. And I raised them while I was dating. And I was, it was to the point where I was like a serial dater. So <laughs> I've gone through, people used to joke, oh my God, that's, her, that's like her business. You know, she works, but that's her business too. She dates like all. I was like dating three people at the same time all through that's my That's exhausting. 40s. That's so tiring. Well, that's why I was work. But it was fun. I, I, I enjoyed it. But I, I, I can feel what these women are going through because of it. And you can't. I just feel, you know, he, I know Gary is new at this. But, um, yeah, you can't say that to a woman that's, it's really, you know, I love you. Like, those words are intense. And they, just from the reaction I was watching last night when the women tell all, did you see how, um, I think it was Ellen, no, no, it was Faith. Which one? Yeah, Faith is the one he Faith. he let go. Oh, my God, she would not let him go. She was like, did you see how she was crying? That's what my point is. Yeah, I found it interesting because amongst our age group, when they get dumped, they get a little bit more like, I don't even want to touch you. You know what I mean? And she exactly. still craved touching him. Oh, yeah. And that's my point. It just... That was a bad part of the show, you know, and I think he's learned from that. I'm, I'm hoping at this point it doesn't matter. But, um, yeah, you just not a good thing to say that. And, of course, they said it back because they really meant it. So, so three things I want to touch on with you, Inez, that you just mentioned, um, three separate topics, because I think all of them are important. And we didn't talk about them really during our breakdown. The first one is you started out saying, hey, uh, these women are very supportive of each other. It's refreshing. I enjoy it. Um, that's your opinion. Do you also feel like this is what the fan base for The Bachelor has been craving is to go back away from drama and more into this, just human stories, connecting with each other, trying to figure it out? I don't. You know, that's a really good question. I think it is refreshing. Yeah. For a certain age group. Okay. Mm -hmm. Only for a certain age group. And that's obviously, 
the older age group. But I personally, and I'm in that age group, and I have to tell you, I personally enjoy watching The Bachelor when they're 20s, Mm. 20s and 30s. For me, is it more comedic? Like, does it make you laugh and kind of be like, oh, you'll learn one day? Or is it, are you as gripped and as emotional watching that as you are with The Golden Bachelor? Oh, I'm not as emotional. It depends on the person. Like, I was emotional for some of the girls when they were in their 20s and stuff because I couldn't believe they were doing what they were doing. And mm-hmm. I'm like, no, don't do this, do I, you know, and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's just more entertaining. Yeah, I, sure. for the older, I, you know, people, it's more, it's more realistic in a way, but it's more um, corny. Mm-hmm. I guess that's the best way to put it. Sort of weird and corny, like yeah. almost like I feel like I'm watching my parents make out, and mm-hmm. I'm like, "Oh no, that. you don't want to go there." No, 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 no. So it's more <laughs> that <laughs> I'm like, yeah. "Yeah, it's just weird." I got that during the bloopers, especially uh, the bloopers really highlighted just how real and authentic and how kind of untamed all of them are. Like they just don't care as much and so yeah they're like letting out gas on camera which is something that like you know isn't probably very familiar to those that are on (laughs) the bachelor and bachelorette and then you know they're flashing each other and like they're they know know there's cameras all around and you know they don't care as much like right they do have that okay the second thing i want to talk to you about was you mentioned the villains um, kind of how they're supportive of each other. You know, we don't really have a villain from this season. And I think that was no. a unique thing about the tell-all is, is we saw how all of them now uh, are approaching each other uh, after the show and supporting each other and laughing at each other. And so we right. don't have that villain coming off this season. In fact, we have some characters that may be disrupted, uh, Kathy being one of those. However... Yeah. Um, there isn't a villain that everybody's attacking. And I enjoyed that about the tell-all. I'm, I'm sick of tell-alls personally where it's just yelling and screaming and fighting and nothing really gets accomplished. This felt different. Well, yeah, it's more warm and cozy. And like I said before, they really are supportive of each other. And it's wonderful to see that. But it depends who you are. I mean, sometimes you love that drama. And you can't mm. wait. I mean, I think that's why ABC wants to have someone that stirs the pot yeah. because it makes the show more exciting. It does. Yeah. It also makes me feel ickier watching it, though. It makes me feel because we come on the show, we come on the podcast, Almost Famous podcast, and we have, you know, we break down the episodes and it feels weird to be so critical of somebody. Um, it's not something, I, you know, we enjoy doing. It, it does at times bring some. Um, excitement. Yes, it brings a topic to talk about. It brings confusion and like, you know, keeps it stays in your mind until the next week. But it's not a part of humanity that I, I enjoy. I don't think I, I know Ashley no. doesn't enjoy it. Like we don't enjoy sitting here being like that person is psycho. Like they are making <laughs> right. the weirdest decisions. Well, yeah, you don't want to be attacked. Nobody no. likes to be attacked in front of all these people. Of sure. course. not. But you know, they're coming on the show they know that's what's going to happen as yeah, when that. they go to a tell-all I agree. yeah well, let's just talk about like the shocking moment at the end of the episode find out that faith is gone now ben and i have already given our initial thoughts but like were you oh, just like gasping because i 
I was just kind of like this episode was just running along and I'm like kind of on my phone because, you know, it's like a re- it's a ca- recap. And, and I was like this rose ceremony. I know what's going to happen. Like, this is the most obvious oh. rose ceremony of all time. And then I'm just like, and then he goes, Teresa. And I go, I was like, you mean Teresa? You're pulling. Are you pulling Teresa to say goodbye to her privately? What do you mean? The rose is going to Teresa. That's exactly. That's exactly how I felt. I'm like, what? Wait a minute. Are you sure you said that? Are you sure you said that name? Wait, wait a minute. Did you make a mistake? Because uh, I, I, I think it was a shock for everybody. Yeah. It was it so was weird. So now I'm thinking, I don't know. I feel like I already know who's going to pick. But then oh, again, wait, he's told spoilers me, or because he told no, no, us by I'm picking. Guessing, I, yeah, I don't, my kids look at the spoilers. I never do because I just want to know at the end. But um. Yeah. And now it's really obvious who he's picking. Yes. Leslie. Well, yeah. Exactly. So, but then again, I said with certainty last week it was Faith. So who the hell knows? No, I really, that's what I think. I think it's going to be Leslie. For Unless sure. the fantasy suites really mix things up, which All obviously right. are a big turning point. Ben, I can't believe, like, I can't, I feel like you looked at spoilers thinking that Teresa was going further than. I never look at spoilers. Ashley, I I barely have enough time to watch an episode. I do not dig deep into what's happening uh, in the forecast for the season. Well, okay. I thought that like maybe Gary had told you or something. No, I don't think they would allow that. But I I have felt like it's Teresa um, for a long time. And I've stuck to that. And Ashley knows that. And then last week, I started to question myself. And this week, I'm right back on the Teresa train. I'm like, yeah, this is it. Yeah, because he didn't say, I love you back to Teresa, but did say it to Faith. Actually initiated yes. it to Faith. Mm. That yes. was mind-blowing. Just don't understand. Okay, so that brings me my third point that I want to talk to you about. But he also said it to Leslie. Yeah, I know. But but like he didn't say it to Teresa. My, my thought is that perhaps we saw it in order. No, no, no. That's a, uh, yeah, so Teresa's hometown probably did really go first, and he wasn't sure he was going to say I love yous. Sure. You know what I mean? And then yeah. once he was with the other two ladies, he was like, ah, let's say I love you. Yeah, yeah but I think he really meant, you know, he's not just saying it. And the way he acts, he really means it. Oh, yeah, I know. Mm. I think that I meant, like, verbalizing it. He's like, okay, like, I'll verbalize yeah. it. Right. Now, Okay, so here's my third point that I want to talk to you about. And I think that's a great spot for us to sit until we have to say goodbye to you is the love yous. I love yous. That's a big deal to you, obviously, Inez. Like, it's a big deal to us. It's a big deal to Gary. And it's a big deal to these women. And so it's a very interesting thing to speak about now because he did verbalize these. I do think he meant that. Um, I do think he meant them when he said it. so we have we have a we have a weird situation going on, right? Gary hasn't dated in a long time. Uh, his heart has not been opened up to anybody else in a, in a long time, and so now he's feeling these feels. Uh, maybe it's love. Maybe he's just very much um, liking somebody more than he has in a, in, in a while. Um, but he says it, and you you have already said you had a problem with this that you don't think it's fair that he's saying it again, maybe to them like re reverbalizing this uh i'm wondering because you know i've been in a similar situation uh Mm -hmm. if if we're giving gary a little bit of the benefit of the doubt here 
I'm wondering if he's reinforcing this in to in faith, especially because he wants her to know that she is lovable and that he did get there with her and that he still cares so much for her and he's so appreciative for her. And he personally in his mind right now is thinking the best way to do this is to make sure she knows that I wasn't lying, that I wasn't confused, that I was torn apart. And I had to send her home because I had two other women there that I think I'm in love with more. And he thought this was actually the kind way to do it. Um, Wait, how is it kind? Because he's <laughs> he, he's giving he's giving her that boost of confidence. He well, thinks right, in his the mind. Closure. He's giving the her closure to say, hey, right. this wasn't exactly. fake. Like this was not a waste of your time. You are you are able to be loved. I loved you. I still love you. I still care about you. You're just not the person I'm going to be with in the end. In right. any other life, any other situation, Faith, maybe he's saying, you and I, we could have made this thing work, but not here. Well, what's really weird is that like he didn't give any closure to me <laughs> as a viewer as to why he dumped her right? when she sat next to him on the tell-all. We didn't get any reasoning. I was getting so many DMs saying that he that he must have just kept thinking like she doesn't want to move to Indiana. She doesn't want to live at that lake house. She wants to be with her family. And maybe that was the number one reason. But at least can I hear that? <laughs> can she hear that? Right. Well, who knows how she's feeling after this. I mean, at least he was there and reiterated, you know, just like what you said before. It's not you're we're just not the right fit, but I do love you as a person. Sure. So I don't know. Hopefully, you know, obviously she has to go on. She's yeah. she's gonna go on. <laughs> and yeah. she knows that there's always gonna be this love between them, like a you know, good friend. I mean, he he definitely and, and I think it's a, a part of the Golden Bachelor. It's gonna be very interesting if they do another season, which I sure hope they do. You know, even with Don. Like we see Don sitting there and I feel like Don's feelings were very similar to face. Like, Hey, I left you and I'm really sad. And I think this could have been something special. Now let me play out a scenario here and I have no clue if it's true. I have no clue uh, if this is a part of it, but what if, what if Gary can't give faith the closure because he's physically more attracted to, or the physical chemistry is better with Leslie and Teresa and saying that on stage and saying that to her is very harmful and very hurtful and not something you want to say, even though he thinks she's beautiful, even though he's like, you are gorgeous. Right. And again, in any other life, we could have made sense. But I have two women here that my physical chemistry is better with. And I also care about them a lot. And so I had to come down to that. Like that was my final decision maker. Like he can't say that. All well, right. You're not going to, of course not. So you're right. That could be the reason, but we don't know. But we don't maybe, know. yeah, that might be the reason that makes, that is a very good point. You're not going to, uh, you know, hurt somebody by saying that. But um, yeah, that's a good point. I like that. Would that have helped Ashley? Like, you, you, you're you're quiet here, and I'm assuming you're still upset that you don't know why Faith went home. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't I don't I don't believe that to be the truth either, because I just think that he was very attracted to her. Sure. I honestly, if I had heard like it was where I lived, I'd be like, I can live with that. Yeah, but what if that's not true? What I'm saying is she could have said, Gary, we never really discussed it. And I would have been willing to give up everything for you. Yeah. Like she could have responded like that on the couch. And then he's sitting here going, 
Uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, I don't really have. I don't know. Uh, I I know. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like you can always say the truth, but in a kind way. Well, yeah. No, you part. can't say. If it's a physical thing, you cannot. I don't, I don't think, think that's what it is, say. though. I'm so convinced that that's not it's what it is. It's the only thing I can think of. It is. It's the only thing I can think of. But, like, I'm sorry because, like, as, like, I know that I'm not Gary, but, like, I found her to be the most attractive of all three left. So I can't imagine he thought otherwise. Well, yeah, you know, beauty is in the eye of beholder. I know. I mean, you're not the guy. And a guy, a lot yeah. of guys, honestly, and that, a lot of guys will never tell you that that was the reason. We just didn't have a good physical connection. But really, that is the reason. And they're never going to, you'll never know. I mean, he's had. She got more the first intimate... impression, Rose. He was obviously very attracted to her. Sure, but he's had more intimate moments with the other two. I mean, we've seen kind of the making out, as we've said, and we've seen that, like, but, you know, I'm with you. You can make the argument backwards where you're like, hey, yeah, but when he kissed her in front of the whole family, which is a, which was probably what I would yeah. say would be Gary's biggest mistake of the season, yeah. like, that yeah. is something that even me and all of my complexities and issues would have never done. Um, <laughs> like, I know. that was a big deal. Well, he apologized. He apologized for that. Yeah, yeah, he did. He said that's what he felt most guilty about. Yeah, he should, because I think that's a big deal. And it gave a lot of hope into the family. And the family thought they were witnessing a moment very special and intimate yeah. and one that they're going to be able to celebrate. I do think... That was uh, that was the moment where I turned away from Teresa and said, "No, faith is like faith is here." Leslie's yeah. already got the rose. I'm over right. it. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So, like, how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? <laughs> yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Oh, okay, I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for the bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you.
I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if... no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, hope the doctor can see you this month, or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people. Or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor-prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types, plus a doctor's easy guide so you'll know exactly what to take and when. No waiting to see the doctor, no waiting at the pharmacy. It's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health/famous. You can use the promo code FAMOUS. That's promo code FAMOUS at twc.health slash FAMOUS. All right. As we close up here, Inez, um, thoughts on the rest of the season? Obviously, you still think Leslie's going to be picked. Yeah. Um, do you, I guess, uh, kind of, you know, you're married, but you have dated in the past with with this intimacy coming up and the, uh, the fantasy suites, is that going to be a kind of a, an awkward time for them? Yeah. You know, again, I think we just need to say it because it's true. Um, Gary hasn't dated in a long time, right? Um, a lot of these women haven't dated in a long time, being alone with somebody in a room with the connotation that you're going to get physically intimate, whatever that means to you and whatever boundaries you set for that is going to be something unique and different to each person now. Uh, from your perspective with your friendships and your personal life, how do you think that will play out, you know, behind closed doors? I think they're just gonna, it all depends on the, again, what you said before the chemistry. I mean, if he has a lot of chemistry with Leslie, which I think he does, I mean, who knows? It could get very intimate (laughs) or, it depends on both of them what they want. I mean, a lot of people think about, well, you know, I don't there's still another woman left. I'm not going to go there. Let's just have, you know, cuddle or whatever and we'll have great discussions all night or whatever they want to do. But and they're they're just not going to go there to that place of being totally, you know, intimate. But um it depends on both of them. And what they're I'm thinking. Gonna, I'm going to come out and say it. Okay. He, he, if, well, Leslie asked when the last time he had sex is. So, like, 
maybe he'll be honest. Maybe he'll say it. Maybe he'll say, like, we could talk about that behind closed doors, whatever. But let's just pretend it's his wife. And that means that he's, well, they met in high school, too. What if it was, was like, the only woman he's ever slept with? And it's like, could you imagine going in and doing that with somebody else at that age? I don't know. Well, I can't, ima- I can't I imagine. Like, like I, I don't, I don't like, I, ugh, <laughs> this would be a big roadblock for me to be honest. First of all, I think Leslie is the one that would initiate it all. Oh, 100%. She's totally physical. And plus, yeah, she's got a lot of sexuality. Yeah. And not only that, that's what she does for a living. Isn't she a, uh, an exercise? Well, she's a yoga instructor. Yeah. So yeah. she's like her whole body. It's her body. She's very in tune exactly. with her body. Yeah. So she's the one. I don't think that would be an issue for her because of not she, her. I'm talking about Gary. How's Gary going to feel? Saying, if the woman is, it's not an issue for the woman. She would like coach him along. I'm not kidding. She would be the I mean, emotionally. I mean, emotionally. And physically. I mean, here's the yeah. thing. We're talking about people who have been in relationship and they know now, you know, it's different, Ashley, than sex on The Bachelor and Bachelorette because right. sometimes there you're so horned up over after three months, you guys are just wanting to get release. And like, exactly. it's a, it's like a, it's like a college hookup. It's like a, hey, let's just, you know, you're beautiful. I'm, you know, ready. Let's just go after it. But here, I do think it will be different. Because once you experience sex within a relationship, there is that intimacy. There is the ability to coach, to verbalize, to talk about, to say, this is what I like. This is what I want. This is what I need. And yes, it's going to get awkward at times because you guys are trying new things. You're experiencing new, you know, new environments with new people. I think on this show, out of any show we've seen up to this point in the 20 plus seasons, there is a level of intimacy intimacy and vulnerability and connection that will exist within these relationships that we've never seen before because it's not new to them. Like sex no longer means a hookup and a release necessarily. Maybe it does at times, you know, Mm -hmm. marriage still has that, but it also, they're like, I know what it feels like to be in a loving, committed sexual relationship. And I think that's what they're bringing to the table. So I don't know if they're going to do it or not, but I do believe Gary and these women are prepared to say, yeah, I'm not comfortable doing that in the fantasy suites, or I am comfortable doing that. And then once they are, they can say, and this is what it's, you know, what what can it look like with you? Okay, right. I mean that like I would feel like a traitor to my late wife. Mm. Definitely, and, a, and this a this would stomach. be the moment where I'd be like, I I I'm moving on officially. Is well, that bad? Is is that weird? That that, that traitor would be might like, not be the right word I would use because mm-hmm. I think you. I get what you're saying. There's a sh- there's like a guilt maybe. Uh, the like guilt. A bit Thank of a, you. Yeah, I was like gonna say guilt. guilt. I wasn't sure what the right word was, but I would feel guilty in I that, that moment. Sure, but you have, you got to get over it. Like yeah, okay. Uh, Inez, what at do you think? Point, I mean, no. At this point, I think the guilt would be gone. I mean, look, mm-hmm. uh, he's gone through all of this dating process already. They've been, you know, she has passed away for so many years already. Um, And he's, yeah, I, maybe a tiny bit, he might be thinking about it, but no, when you have, who's so into you, like Leslie is so into him, I think the rest would be very comfortable for him if they decided to do that. Okay. And. The point that we talked about two weeks ago, Ashley, and and I think we saw it, and it might be an underspoken point that the show, I believe, maybe missed communicating. 
um, because they try to bring out emotion at times, some comedy at times, also communicate the relationships. Gary's journey through this has been really spectacular because week one through two, he couldn't bring up his late wife without crying. He could not emotionally speak about her without getting teary eyed and without like breaking down. Now, after, after a few weeks and after kind of getting his foot back in the water and saying, Hey, I'm going to start dating again. I'm going to start exploring this. He is a lot more confident speaking mm-hmm. about his late wife. He speaks about her with love and admiration, but it isn't as emotional right. because I think in Gary's journey, he, at some point during this season, I, and I bet if you asked him mm-hmm. personally, there was a point where he said, wait, I've moved on. Like I, I'm, I, I still care and I still love and I still remember, but my heart is ready for something new. So I don't know if like Gary, if that's really even on his mind right. at this point, I think he's okay, so focused on did what's he next. Say that? Maybe I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I remember him saying something like that. Oh, well he did. He does. He's pretty honest about being, uh, his feelings. He's down. Oh, I was going to say, like, he almost seems like he's ready to get yeah. sexy. Yes. I think he said something along those lines where he was like, it's going to get, it might get hot. And like, right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know if I want to think about that. Like, I don't what, know, just, but he said he like, alluded I'm not to ready. it for sure. I'm not ready for like the intimacy details here. Like, I, I've had a hard enough time watching him make out. I I'm not ready for, <laughs> I'm not ready for the hot and steamy. I think both, but like to put it out there, I do think both ladies are going to be uh, into using the fantasy suite in the way that the fantasy suite is assumed. Sure. Sure. Well, Inez, it sure has been awesome having you. You've been absolutely incredible to have here. Uh, We really appreciate you coming on um, and and just talking through this with us. Obviously uh, we were excited as uh, you know, co-hosts to get to this point in the season because we knew it would get, their, the, the conversations would get more serious. Like we would go away from like, who's he going to pick and who's he dating? Right. And what do you think to, Hey, how does this play out in a fantasy suite? How does this play out emotional, emotionally as faith now tries to move on from this incredible love and incredible person that she had in her life. And it is, it does make our conversations more interesting. And you stepped up today and walked through it with us. So, so thank you so much. I have a question, though. Do you think they are going to pick a bachelorette now, aren't they? The golden bachelorette. I have a feeling they're not. Wait, okay. You would think so, but they will not be announcing it. No way. There's no way. Nothing's been greenlit or anything like that. But they certainly gave Faith the bachelorette edit for me. I think everybody got the bachelorette edit. I could see every single woman that came into this house being the next bachelorette on this show and it being great. Here's my concern. I have this theory. I've never said it publicly. But I have a theory that there will never be another golden show. He he sort of he was he told us about this a little bit last week. He said that they haven't they've decided they still haven't made a decision about it. And Ben now is ex- elaborating on that theory and saying that there's not ever going to be one. And why is that, Ben? Uh, I believe in my heart of hearts um, that there's not going to be another golden show for a long time. And here's why I think it's going to play out. This show is way too big of a success and it will, it, it is eating. It's going to eat up the bachelor and bachelorette, just like it's kind of eating up paradise. Really? Now, it's let me fun, finish. But isn't that let me, fun? let me finish. Okay. 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 Um, it's eating up paradise. The ratings are down for paradise. I believe the bachelor is going to have a hard time living up to what the golden bachelor was. And people are going to get sick of that and want the golden bachelor again. 
and the show isn't ready to put all their eggs in the golden basket yet because it's not what their franchise is built on. And so what I think is going to happen is they're going to pause the golden show now, let the bachelorette and bachelor play out like it is for the next few years and a sense die off. um, And then they'll bring back the golden to try to get another five to seven year stint out of it. And then that makes the show a 30 year show instead of, you know, all of this trying to be done at once. That's my theory. Interesting. I mean, how, how, here's my question to leave the audience with and you, I, you, Inez with how in the world does Joey, I mean, Joey's probably going to be great. How in the world does he follow up Gary? He can't like, he just, it is an impossible situation. for Well, him. no, but it's such a different demographic. It's such a different scene. It's so different. You're talking about 20 year old, 30 year olds versus, you know, 60 and 70 year olds. There's such a different audience. I think it's the same viewing audience. It is the same. I think it's the same viewing audience too. I bet you they got up. They they got some more older viewers, but for the most part, I do think that the age range is the same. Huh. I see what Ben is talking about. I yeah, it's not like the Golden Bachelor has abandoned its young audience. Do you know what I mean? Like they yeah. like any 25 to 45-year-old who watches The Bachelor is also watching The Golden Bachelor. So not they're keeping their core audience and maybe gaining some older, but in the numbers in the numbers game, you want to be able to, you want to have that like 25 to 50 ish range because that's like where the money grab is. Right. I would say this though. And, and I mean, I think here's the business model for this, right? If paradise's ratings were showing to be very good and high, I think then all of this plays together well. And they say, okay, the Golden Bachelor can lead into Paradise, can lead into The Bachelor, can lead into The Bachelorette, and this all works. I think the Bachelor ratings this year, and I know we, t- we talk about ratings and people hate it at times, but I do believe the Bachelor ratings this year are going to play a big role in if they do the Golden Show or not. If the Bachelor ratings okay. are down at all, they say, no, we, we can't. It's going to eat it up. If it's up, <laughs> they're saying, yes, this ben. is great. I know what you're talking about, and I think it's because we know we after like almost a decade and all this, like we get them, we get the creators of the show. But what doesn't make sense is that there's so many other dating shows these days, way more and on a whole bunch of different platforms than at the beginning of all this when Bachelor ruled. And now Bachelor doesn't like necessarily rule because there's Love is Blind and there's Love Island and oh, stuff. Yeah. So, but they and they they just tapped into a whole new breed of show. So shouldn't they just run with that? Now they're going to risk other people getting that idea and not being one of the originals and having somebody else steal the idea. And it's just like, well, you know, sometimes things need to evolve and I don't want to see the bachelor bachelor in paradise go anywhere. You know, that's like a heart and soul thing for me. But like, if we have to evolve, then like as mine as we'll be the leaders in it. I, I, I would agree with you. Um, I don't know if that's the way ABC necessarily or Warner thinks about this. I could be completely wrong. I could be. I'm not saying yeah. I have. This is my theory. And it's my concern because I've loved watching the Golden Show. It's brought me back to having a lot of fun watching the show and learning from these contestants and following their stories and wanting to be involved in their love stories and see them find success. It's done everything for me that the show did for me, you know, 10 years ago. But... I, this is my theory. I could be so wrong on it. I just think that... Um, Actually, what you're saying, yeah. I thought about, but it sort of makes sense. 
Yeah. I mean, how does Joe, I mean, I think the big question comes down to how in the world does Joey live up to being Gary? And well, no. it, because it is, he can't, but, but it happens every season. We've seen it, right? How does, how does Colton live up to Nick Vile? How does Matt James live up to, you know, Colton or whoever was before him? You know, how do I live up to Chris souls? Like it is a comparison where they, they always are comparing you like, Oh, I missed last season. You know, the fans say that and, right. or oh, I'm tuning out because this person isn't as interesting. Exactly. It happens every year. Well, so, true. um, all right. Well, we got to let you go. Inez, thanks for coming on again. We really appreciate you. Um, and, um, well, hey, let's see if it's Leslie or Teresa towards the end. <laughs> thank you. Bye. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. This has been another Almost Famous podcast. Again, we're going to be back next week breaking down more episodes because we have a couple weeks left. We have three weeks left of The Golden Bachelor. We have some Paradise left. Uh, we have some interviews uh, on slate. The headlines will never stop. We are just keeping going and we're keeping going because it's an exciting time in Bachelor Nation and we should all be excited about it. But until next week, I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. Bye. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. What keeps baby's skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to keep your baby's skin healthy and dry. Pamper Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. Free and Gentle cleans better without risk of tearing. It's made from 100% plant-based cloth that grips the mess and is five times stronger. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician-recommended brand. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. He was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's of kid treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net.